MLS is back in town for New England Revolution action as your New England Revolution take on Red Bull New York to a uh, empty stadium without Carlos Hill. Wow. It's going to be really good. And we're not even going to necessarily win this game. We're hoping for a draw. But we've got uh, the new guy. And he's really good. Ian Harks. He played in the second division, Scotland. And, uh, yeah, his dad knows uh, the coach. and Got him on. And dad promised to build him uh, a discount chicken tender cart out back. If, if his son could get on the team. Something like that. I don't know. You go on Twitter. There's lots of good information about all these things. Trade deadline going to come and go. And uh, revs won't be good enough. But that's okay because Miami. Enter Miami with uh, Messi and some other old guys. They're washed up. They're going to be trash. Miami's in 15th place. But we don't have to worry about them. Because there's only a half a season to freaking go. Lots of games, lots of opportunities to get points. So we, we, this is an emergency pod. This is an actual emergency pod. Um, the New England Revolution fan base is suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. They are starting to fall in love with the fact that we never win the MLS Cup and that we won't win it this year. And this is sad because this was supposed to be our year. This is supposed to be our time. And now it's going to be Miami's time. And you just can see it from a mile away. Miami's going to run up the table, get into that ninth spot, maybe even eighth. And then we're going to have to play them in the big house in Gillette Stadium. Across the street from the parking lot where there is no soccer-specific stadium. And 30 miles south of Everett where there will never be a soccer-specific stadium and we're going to suffer a loss on turf to the greatest player in MLS that's ever lived. Now, Messi's got a lot of motivation because he's coming off winning the World Cup. I'm told that's a pretty big deal. I don't know. But uh, he's never gone to the MLS playoffs, so he's going to be highly motivated. This is going to be a challenge for Messi because he's never played in CONCACAF which is incredibly difficult compared to what he's used to down in Cardi Ball or over in Europe or Champions League or what ha- whatever. I mean, he hasn't faced Losox Farrell coming at him uh, off the bench. Uh, it's it's going to be brutal. Miami's washed. They're old. Messi's terrible. I get it. I get all of that. But we're here to talk about the New England Revolution. So we are currently in... Third place with 37 points. We score 1.85. And we have a game in hand um, on Nashville, who's ahead of us by one point. But best we could do is tie because I don't see us going into New York and winning, even though we should win. And that would help us get closer to Cincinnati, who are getting better. And I, I warned you about this weeks ago that Cincinnati has much improved. And see, here's part of the problem. We play a team that's bad, like Miami, and we beat them. And then we think, okay, well, they'll just continue to be bad. And we play a team like Cincy, and we tie them, and we think, okay, they're not that good. 
Like, we weren't even that good, and we tied them, but they are not at full strength either. In fact, we haven't played really many teams, if any teams, at full strength. Maybe LAFC, we, we remember how that went. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't matter what these teams look like when we played them last. It matters what they look like when we play them next, especially as we get down the stretch and go into the the playoffs, where Messi will certainly play a role. Now, there are many of you who don't believe that Miami is going to try to win. I I can't imagine that they just brought in Tata Martino this year to just be a traffic cone and stand there and just discuss his tactics for next year or what have you. I have a feeling they're going to play with some pride. They're going to want to win. And they have Messi, don't forget, but he's he's old. I got it. So Miami is in 15th place with 17 points, and you have to get into 9th place. So there are six teams essentially ahead of them, and they need to get six points. Now, I said this on Twitter. If you don't follow Mega Soccer Dad on Twitter, you're missing out because I am the most knowledgeable uh, analyst out there when it comes to the Rebs. There are some other good people out there, but they just, they have Stockholm Syndrome, and I don't. So that, that uh, that's a point for me. So we need six points, and then we will be in. So Miami has Toronto with the two games ahead of them already. So let's just say Toronto's possibly not going to get better. And then Chicago even though I wouldn't necessarily want to play them in the playoffs. Uh, you know, they could get better, I suppose. Then Red Bull, New York. Um, yeah, I, I guess they could. We'll see. We're going to play them tonight. New York City FC. Yeah, they could be. Like, there's a team where if you're going to be gearing up for next year, it's New York City FC. Like, they don't really have to play for this year because, you know, new stadium, now they're potentially getting Neymar, and so if they get Neymar, even though the rumors are out there and they've been denied, uh, let's say they get Neymar, they open that new stadium, they're, they're going to be a force. So they, New York City, they could like be like, yeah, we don't care. But I don't feel that way for Miami because like, why bring in all these guys right now? <laughs> why break all the roster rules? They're violating like six or seven roster rules uh, to get messy and all these guys. Why bring all these people in now if you're just going to like lose and just like get a better draft? Hey, we just got messy. Let's just let's just lose so we can get a better draft pick. I, I, I just I, there are a lot of you out there that think that, uh, you know, I don't. So the thing is, Miami plays Charlotte twice. Now, Charlotte is improving, sure, okay. But the point is, they are ahead of you in the 10 spot right now. The reason I bring this up, you play them twice because if you beat them twice, you can take down some of these teams in front of you. They're going to play Toronto. They can win there. They're going to play some of these teams. Now, they have quite a difficult schedule. On paper, Miami does not have an easy schedule. I'm not arguing that this is a, a cakewalk. But again, you have Messi. Now, Messi is really good. So 
I said this on Twitter, but imagine Carlos heel, except you're twice as good with your feet and you can shoot from anywhere and you can get it in a net a lot better than Carlos heel. So if we're saying that Carlos heel is an all-star and deserves to be on the all-star team and no all-star game should not have Carlos heel because he's so awesome. Well, Messi is like two Carlos heels because when he shoots, they're going to go at the target where Carlos Hill is still working on that, even though he's 38 years old, he's starting to just work on shooting it at the net. So Messi already knows how to do that, so he doesn't have to work on it. So that's the difference. So it's like having two Carlos Hills or double Carlos Hill on your team, and you play on grass, and it's going to be packed, so there's going to be energy. There's going to be an expectation to win. Like you're paying three to four hundred dollars a ticket now. It's like, hey, don't worry. Let's go watch Messi just not try to win the rest of these games because this is all about next year. So let's sign all these guys. Let's break all the roster rules. Let's get ourselves in trouble this year because really we're just going to rubber stamp every game. No. So here's what I'm worried about. Philadelphia. Um, they're going to get better. Orlando. Not worried about Atlanta so much. Not worried about DC so much. They're a little bit incomplete. Don't really have a great coach. Montreal, they're making some moves. Montreal wants in. Again, get in. But I like Miami's chances. I said it here first. I was the only one to say the Revs would be number one. I was the only one that was correct. And now I'm hearing, saying, well, if we don't win it this year, we'll just win it next year. There is no next year. This is it. It's over. This is your only chance because if you follow your logic, Miami is going to gear up for next year with Messi and they're going to make additional moves in the next off season and they're going to finagle things and break more roster rules. They will be better. And if New York City FC gets Neymar, well, that'll be entertaining, uh, but he's better than everybody else too. So like it's going to all change. So this is our year. Be bold, make moves which we won't do. Now let's talk about why we can't get anybody good because this is being underreported. Well, it's not being reported. It's only me, Mega Soccer Dad, talking about this. But essentially what happens is you sign all these middling veterans and you can have 20 senior roster spots and we've filled all 20 senior roster spots and then you have Josie. So the problem is you get Josie who completely screws up your salary cap, your max TAM, your this deal, your that deal, and then you get rid of him. And then you're like, well, wait a second. So who replaced who? And then we lost Barrero, right? So you lost Barrero, who was fantastic, who was actually adding an element of awesomeness, of creativity, of somebody who could take, we don't have, again, go back to my podcast. I said all of this weeks ago. But we don't have anybody that can take one-on-one. That's scary. That can beat you. That can do damage. Barrero was that player. It changed everything. And he got hurt because we play on fake turf. Okay. So we, we only replaced Barrero. We didn't get Barrero, have Barrero, and then add to Barrero. We replaced him, maybe. And we're not even sure yet, right? So... You didn't get any additional. So if we had Barrero and then we got a guy, that, that would be a much different thing. But don't forget, we just are replacing Barrero. And now you get rid of Josie. And so 
<laughs> is it the same guy that's replacing Barrero that's just also replacing Josie? So we have two we lose two guys and we get one guy back. See how it works? There's two guys and then we get one guy back. So then you get Ian Harks, but Ian Harks didn't cost you anything. And so everybody's like, yeah, yeah, that's great because it's a value. It's a value. Woohoo! And then we're gonna get back Tommy Mack and then Nacho Hill. And let's talk about that for a second. So we got Nacho Hill coming back and Tommy Mack coming back and Maciel coming back. We got two guys who had season ending Achilles tendon surgery. And another guy who who knows, he hasn't played in a year. And then we get Ian Harks from the second division of Scotland for a bag of discount chicken tenders. And it doesn't look all that great. And then let's not forget, we could have had more room, but you had you can't drop anybody else because you had to drop Josie, and we haven't gotten anything for Josie. So Ian Harks is what we got for clearing all this cap space for Josie. See where this is going? Now Miami, what they did is they played their young kids, which is this is a, this is going over everyone's head. It's so obvious that if Arena was not the coach, or let's say Arena was more open to playing the youngsters, to having faith, we wouldn't have to sign these middling vets who are injured and then sit on them, taking a senior roster spot, adding towards the cap, and the, like. Omar is an example. Tommy Mack is an example. Nacho Hill is an example. It's like you're just taking these guys that are taking these senior roster spots, and now you don't have any room to go because you had to get rid of Josie, and we haven't replaced Josie with anybody that I can tell. We replaced Barrero. Where's, who did we get for Josie? Ian Harks is Josie's replacement? That does None of this makes sense. So the thing is, in my opinion, Mega Soccer Dad thinks that because there is a lack of faith in the kids that we can get through the season till we get messy like Miami did till we can get him we're just going to take our lumps and we're going to suffer if there was a will to play the kids then you don't have to lock up these aging veterans who are now taking up spots and then we can make a bigger move here which now we apparently will not so the team didn't get appreciably better than it was when Mega Soccer Dad said they'd be number one. We're not better. In fact, we're worse than we were. Now, thankfully, we got Bobby Wood, who was a great pickup, and thankfully, we got Romney. But Henry Kessler ripped the tendon off of his thigh bone, and now we're like, oh, we're just going to get Kessler back, and the back line will be good enough. It'll be fantastic. No, it's going to take time. We need to heal. We need to come together. Uh, this is not a better team than it was at the beginning of the season. And now, where is Noel Buck? Golden Hand Media Group posits that Noel Buck, he's basically out. Because now you got to play 2022-style ball where Tommy Mack is always on the field. And we're going to ride Tommy Mack and Buck's out. So I, I, I hope, and he's rarely wrong, but I hope GMG is wrong on this because Buck is one of your best players. Blessing has been very poor. 
So whose responsibility is that? You let the guy go to Africa for some reason. He came back, and now it doesn't seem like he's interested in playing ball. He was good in the beginning of the season. I get that, but he's not good now. The midfield is a disaster. Again, we don't need more defenders. We need a midfield that can connect the back and the front, but we don't have that. And so... We love Polster, but Polster is like, uh, he's like a destroyer who's late to tackles. Like, I don't even get it. Like, I don't understand why everybody loves Polster because he works hard. He runs around. He's he's out of position. They ask him to do too much. I don't even get it. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. But you didn't upgrade Polster. And Ian Hark, is he going to be the starter? No. So I think, let me just digress. Let me go back. I think what they're going to do and what this looks like, and thank God we have League's Cup now. There's only three games to go before there's this break. Thank God. So we don't have to really stress out too much. We just got to get these, get through these next three regular season games. But I think the plan will be to just go back to 2022 where it was Polster Mac, Polster Mac, Polster Mac, Polster Mac, and that's, that's what we're going to do again. That is where Bruce Arena feels comfortable. That is where he thinks we can win and be successful. I don't. I think we needed to go get a much better attacking midfielder, which doesn't look like we're going to get. Um, and we got a value-add guy whose dad knows the coach. And uh, we're not going to talk about that. So, emergency pod, what else is out there? Uh, yeah, a lot of mean people um, in the rev space. Um, a lot of really good people. Uh, I like the good people more than the mean people, but but like there's just this culture of losing that next year is fine. Who cares? I just I'm just happy they're in third place right now. What I I I I know the regular season doesn't mean really that much because nine teams get in, but like it, we've already started the bar lowering and we're not even halfway through the season here. It, it's just it's just, oh well if we don't win this year we'll just try again next year. There is no next year. Okay, with that said, again, coming from a remote location, emergency pod, I just wanted to get it out there. The Revs, not good enough to win the Cup. Cincinnati got better. We haven't seen the best Cincinnati team. And here's another thing. I was arguing with somebody about Burial, like, not being good. I don't think Burial is very good. I think he's overrated. And I was told Burial from Cincinnati is, like, the best. He's the Everybody in MLS, this is, a, this is something that's true. Depending on who you ask, every player on every team is the best player in the league. So I don't know how that happens, but the Revolution have like 10 of the best players in MLS on their roster. And then Cincinnati also has like the best player on their roster. And I don't, I don't understand how this all works, but you, you can't have 20 guys in the top five. There could only be five in the top five, but it seems like the Revs have at least one in every position in the top five. So then there's only four left in the top five. And then Cincinnati has like top guys. And so like, I don't even know if Messi is going to be in anybody's top five. I think Messi, Messi's like, he's kind of like Jalen Brown. He's like a top 15, top 16 guy. I think that that logic would make sense here. He'll come in, he'll be about number 16 best uh, CDM. Well, not CDM, but like attacking midfield. He'll be like the 15th best the Revs will have two guys ahead of him that are better. Like, you know how this all works. 
again, I digress. But Cincinnati is much better than the Revs right now, and they have better players that we haven't seen yet, and their whole team hasn't been out there yet. If they stay healthy or get healthy or get engaged, it's going to be very difficult. Very difficult. And I know it's one and done or whatever. They could lose. But I don't feel as good about the Revs. Now, as I did in the beginning of the season, I don't think they're going to make this run to become number one. I... Technically, they're close enough to take a run at the Supporter Shield, I guess, but I, I just don't see it. I think we're going back to 2022. We're going to play very conservative. We're going to go back to our vets. The kids are going to the bench, according to GMG Group, and that's what's going to happen. And then Verione is going to just not get a lot of playing time, even though he's our best striker. And we're just going to basically say, Bobby Woods better, blah, blah, blah. And then next year, and then we'll be done. Yep. Okay. All right. Go New England Revolution. Hopefully we can get a draw against New York Red Bull before they get Neymar. Ah. Okay. Have a great day.